0: Tēnā koutou, you're listening to a Tata Yahoro Core Education Podcast. Tēnā koe hana, no, no mātou, te honga whakarongo ki tēnei podcast, no mātou te whiwhi I, I whakarongo ki tō kōrero i tēnei wā. Uh, so without further ado, we'll just get into it. <laughs> so... Really keen to hear um, from your perspective, from a historical perspective and your understanding of it, where did we go wrong in the treatment of te
1: reo Māori? Oh, well, kia ora uh, It's a good question, you know, from this historical perspective, <laughs> where did we go wrong in the treatment of te reo Māori? I think we have to look back to the first time that we started having and experiencing um, a new Engagement of people that came to Aotearoa with their perceptions and their, well, I guess their cultural perceptions around the status and value of Māori culture and everything around it. And so I'm talking about the first settlers coming to New Zealand um, had a definite view that was a view of the time around uh, the value, the mana really, of other languages, especially of those they considered less civilized or primitive and Māori fell into that category. And you see that coming through in all of the early discussions around what they, how they viewed Māori, and therefore how they viewed the culture and would that cause the language. So very quickly within our history in New Zealand, we start to see that play out in the way that te reo was treated, um, the way it was belittled, uh, the, the conversations around the lack of value that it was seen to have for people's lives, the fact that uh, Māori were encouraged actively when our education system was founded in New Zealand to learn in English because it was seen not of equal value if they were to learn in, in a Māori language context and it just gets worse and worse until the point where we've got active policies that are Um, you know enacting corporal punishment on children if they are caught speaking Māori in the classroom. Assimilative policies all of the all of these are part of our historical record that show a lack of value, of um, lack of potential, a lack of um, really an understanding of the contribution that te reo can make to society but also of its importance to the people of whom it is their heritage let alone the importance and the value proposition it can take to everyone else that's sharing this country so really from if we're looking at it in a historical perspective i think the question where did where did it go wrong in, in our history i would say as soon as we had a merging of cultures where people came with a set of beliefs that were prejudice and bias in the favour of other languages, such as English, over the language of this, the first language of this land. Hmm. Killed it.
0: So um, as, a, as a recipient of the work that you have done <laughs> f- via the revitalisation of Te Reo within our iwi of Kaitahu, we know that you've dedicated your career to this and have taken many roles in it. Why is the revitalisation of te reo Māori so important to you?
1: The, the revitalisation of te reo is so important to me personally uh, because of the journey that I've taken in my own language um, growth as well, my own language development. But it steps back to the question, um, the historical question around the way that our language has been treated. Part of the first step of language revitalisation is an awareness of why we are in the situation we're in and then what needs to be done to rectify that. So it means that we've had to also come to an understanding of all the narrative that we've been fed over the years, which I would say is the propaganda that has belittled Te reo, that is actually often in the back of people's minds, you know, the questions: Will Trello help me get a job? Are my children's um, are my children going to be somewhat, you know, um, limited if if I get, have Trello the, in the home? Is it going to negatively impact their English? All of these myths that we've been fed over generations it's the first starting point to be that we need to unpack that to really understand, okay, well, what, are, what is the status of te reo and how can it benefit us? I knew very early on that I loved the sound of it. I loved um, the, what the little glimpses into te reo Māori that I was able to achieve with a very limited language as a child, just how much richer that world that I ended up looking at was mm-hmm. when I had te reo Māori alongside. I started learning very early on how much it was aligned to the way I felt about myself as a, um, a descendant of uh, Kaitahu and as a Māori within our country, and because of that, it really um, and then understanding what were some of the the myths, what were some of the negative rhetoric that I had been that I had learned, and how um, how far that was from the truth. Combined with an eagerness to be a, to really feel that identity, it made me uh, just um, bubbling with not I wouldn't say excitement but passion in terms of wanting to commit to a different path that would be that would move us away from language loss and more along a path of language reclamation. So that we could address those issues, so that we could help people, and myself included, feel more whole in terms of their identity and make sure that our culture and all the richness it has to give is valid and increase the status of it within our society, but also within our own homes. Hmm. And that in turn would help change that narrative so that people could say, hey, with Tirel, if we go through this reclamation, revitalization, How much better can we be as a people, but also how much better can we be as a society that is truly celebrating all that richness that we have to give. Another question we have is, and also knowing that,
0: particularly when it comes to te reo, you are a second language learner of that, as are a number of our Māori and non-Māori people in this space. What advice would you give to people who don't know where to start, Why is this so important for the future of te reo reo for Aotearoa?
1: Yeah, so there are a couple of questions in that one question. So firstly, what advice would I give to people who don't know where to start? The best thing, I think, about learning a language is that a language is made up of a whole range of things. But importantly, it's made up of words. It's made up of words, of structures, nuances. It's got... The kiwa, the sayings and proverbs, a way of looking at the world and describing the world. But it starts with words. Mm. And so I understand that for people who haven't had access to Tereo, that it can be a scary place. It's a scary place going into the big unknown. But it's also easy to, to start to unpack that and build really stepping stones with words. Mm. Familiarizing yourself with more words that are practical, that you're going to be able to use, and normalising that within your conversations, I think is the best way. You know, it can be really scary if you try and jump before you can, you, or, or run, you know, the, the cliché run before you can walk. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of a language is if you start to learn phrases that are commonplace, like hi, haire my Come here, things that we hear all the time, things that you're now hearing on the radio and, th- uh, and whether you, if you fly a plane or, you know, you just see all around us. Familiarize yourself with those practical words and phrases that are actually around you and build up your confidence in terms of pronunciation to be able to say them and use them. And then because it is a language, they, those words become the stepping stones of your journey so that you can step, and then you can walk, and then you'll be, a, you'll be running. So I think, yeah, it's really important to, to, to take a bit, understand why we have the fear factor, understand that um, our history has meant we haven't, as a country, been open to embracing today. So we've got to step through those little challenges in our own heads first, um, that we often don't want to offend if we get it wrong. Uh, So we need to take ourselves back to the point where actually we enable ourselves to have fun and give it a go but see it for what it is. That the important steps, pronunciation, words, phrases, um, that can help us really as a collective but also on an individual level normalise it, use it, hear it and that's going to help erode the fear factor. Mm. Um, So I'd encourage people, yeah, make make a start. Yeah. What's a new word that you can bring into your life today? Every new word that you use today and that you normalise with those around you is one less word that they have to learn. So every word counts.
0: Kia ora. Finally, really keen to collect people's aspirations or wawata for te reo and te ao Māori in our future. So what is your wawata for te reo Māori, te ao
1: Māori in the future? Yeah, so I think that that part of the question is to what my wawata for te reo in the future and for the future of Aotearoa, you know, I, I like to think that I'm an optimist. Others may tell you <laughs> a different story, but um, I, I guess my my level of optimism in terms of my wawata, my aspirations for te reo has been um, invigorated of late by the incredible work that's been done by so many in our community to raise the status of te reo, to use it, to model it, and whether it's through the media, through the, uh, our corporates or our education system, just to see a new breath of life being given to our and a whole new range of domains, that has really um, fueled an optimism that I kind of had, but didn't necessarily think, I thought it was a far, far away wawata, as opposed to a potential potentially a, an achievable wawata on the paitata rather than the Paitafati, the, the, the nearer horizon rather than <laughs> the distant horizon and that is to have a bilingual country um, that starts with bilingual and of course I love the idea of a multilingual country but that is based in our understanding of who we are as a nation and where we are as a nation really important in terms of our locatedness within Aotearoa and to be able to think of a bilingual nation where we don't have the, the legacy of fear and cultural cringe of years gone by, but that we are truly uh, using our language uh, and our languages to bring us together uh, in a way that is around giving effect to our potential, giving effect to our, our place in the world and really being able to to make the most of the richness um, that we have at our disposal. So being bilingual, now that's going to have a whole range of different looks, but I want my mokapuna, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, and and all those around to have the opportunity to access the language, and it's a quality language, and it's a, a language fueled by thirst of knowledge and education and development and that that's not a, it's not a hard road for them to pave it's it's actually there it's accessible it's supported it's valued and that all parts of our community also share that you know have those positive perceptions around its contribution and its status and its value i'm probably more the optimist than i have been in previous years but that is my wawata. I want my own Farno to have our language as a heritage language and something of real importance in terms of our identity. But I also want to share that identity, that culture, that richness with others in our community. And, wow, the mind boggles to think where we could go as a nation, as a community and as a whānau um, when we make that our reality. Kia
0: ora. Uh, well, e te mā reikura i te tōhuka i te, te uh, You can fix up my hapa later. <laughs> 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 uh rā te mihi ki a koe i tō wā. Nō no, no mātau ano ito whiwhi mahi. I roto e tēnei o te whakarauora, whaka
1: whakarauora e so, Tēnā koe hana Kia ora rā, okay. me aku mihi ki a koe, mōhio he pai kia te korero So thank you for giving me the opportunity, you know I like to have a few words <laughs> And um, yeah. I've really enjoyed having this conversation So tēnā, tēnā koe, hoi anō, kia koutou e whakaroko mai ana Tēnā huki i koutou katoa Kia ora tā Tēnā koutou You've been listening to a Tata Yahoro Core Education podcast.